Robert Levin was a colleague of mine at Harvard for a number of years and I said, you know, we've been colleagues for years and friends for even longer and I've never written a note for you, so I'm going to. And so I did uh, the 12 Preludes, which uh, he then recorded for uh, Bridge Records. The, the disc begins with a piece from 1959-1960, uh, which I... I played, I gave the, the premiere performance in Rome in 1960, uh, but my music has changed a lot since then, of course. That's the esteemed composer Bernard Rands, also my guest on the program today, talking about the piece of music that we're hearing, Trey Espressioni. This is the oldest piece in his catalog. So this is from 1960, and he's also talking not only about that piece, but about the specific release that we're hearing on Bridge Records. Bernard Rands, Piano Music, 1960 to 2010. It's really, really interesting to listen to this disc and hear the composer's style change from the clear influence of Luigi Dalla Piccola in the piece that we heard at the opening of the program to where we wind up in 2010, which we'll hear later in the program. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bostead. My guest on the program today is Bernard Rands, and it's such an honor. I was able to go to his home and talk with him about all kinds of things, music, of course, but many other things, too. He's a man of really wide-ranging interests. His home is packed full of books, art books, souvenirs from a life of travel. Uh, in so many ways, he's been at the very heart of classical music, the classical music world for decades now. So again, big honor for me to get to talk with him and I'll feature excerpts from our conversation on the program today. We'll be listening to piano music over a 50 year period of his career and we're gonna play some of his larger works as well. Let's jump forward 47 years from where we started. We opened with a piano piece from 1960. Let's move to 2007. This is from Preludes for Piano. The piece, well, there are so many beautiful pieces here, but this is the one that I chose to play. It's called Elegia in memoriam Luciano Berrio.
Well, it's hardly fair to play a piece from a composer from 1960, for example, at the very beginning of, of his career, and then jump forward 47 years and play another piece and say, see, <laughs> you see how his style has changed? Hardly fair to do that, especially with short piano pieces. And yet it was a subject of our conversation, and I was very curious, how did his style change over those 50 years? One thing that's, that's happened, <clears throat> I think, consistently is that I, I gradually got tired of dissonance. I mean, just perpetual dissonance, where there's nothing in a piece of music that seems to resolve itself uh, in a way that, that 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 gets rid of the angst and gets rid of, of, of whatever the uh, I don't know, general mood was. And uh, I've always had a habit of, when I finish work every day, I usually sit at the piano for a few minutes and play something entirely tonal. Or I come over here and I pour myself a martini and I sit and I play cocktail music for half an hour. Just because there's something uh, that resonates in, in my ear and in my, in my being with, with harmonies and chords that, that resolve themselves in that way. That's my guest on the program today, Bernard Rands, talking to me from his home. And I'm going to return to this disc that we're talking about, Piano Music 1960 to 2010, because it has a lot of the things that he talks about, the kind of development of the composer's style in many ways. It's a really wonderful disc. But I want to play some larger works on the program as well. One of his largest works is the Conti Trilogy. So I was very curious about the genesis of those pieces. I'd been collecting moon poems. I'm a moon person anyway. I mean, I... I don't have to look at the calendar to see when the moon is full. I mean, I know by my body that uh, it's a weird, weird day, <laughs> uh, and the various stages of the moon. So, but I had collected a lot of moon poems with the intention of doing cantilunatici, which is for soprano and uh, nine instruments, and that that was the first part. And then, having done that, I did a next series for tenor and ensemble which are the sun, the sun poems. And finally, the last one is the uh, Songs of the Eclipse. Uh, you would think that there would be a, a lot. There are a lot of poems about the eclipse, no question. But compared with the moon and the sun in uh, Western literatures, there are very relatively few. A lot in uh, Oriental languages, uh, where I guess the eclipse is a more meaningful and frightening and inexplicable phenomenon. So the, the whole thing takes, uh, the performance is a, it's an hour and a half. So it's really a full, full evening. That's my guest on the program today, Bernard Rands, talking about the inspiration for this sprawling set of pieces, the Conti Trilogy. I think I would be absolutely remiss in my duty of profiling Bernard if I didn't include some of this music. So I'm going to start with Conti Lunatici, which is the Canticles of the Moon. There's some absolutely beautiful moments in this piece, and uh, it's so hard because it's, it's a long piece, I'm going to have to break it up. And so what I've decided to do, I, I have an agenda here of sorts. I want to first of all show off the absolutely marvelous singing of Lucy Sheldon uh, because it's incredible. So I'm going to play the opening movement, which is, and in no time it's nightfall, the poem is Salvatore Quasimodo, and it's just, it's really wonderful singing. I also, of course, want to show off Bernard's writing for the voice and his incredible writing for the orchestra. So we're going to jump ahead from that moment to The Moon Appears, poetry by Federico Garcia Lorca. I should say also that part of my agenda is to show off some of my favorite poetry inspired by the moon. And then we'll go to, uh, from Moon Sand, Hans Arp, and The Moon by William Blake. 
Here is music of Bernard Rands from the Canti Trilogy, Canti Lunatici, and the Boston Modern Orchestra Project, Gil Rose, conductor, Lucy Shelton, soprano soloist.
That's four movements from Kanti Lunatiki by Bernard Rand's Canticles of the Moon. We heard the opening movement, and then we jumped to the middle of the piece for three other movements. The piece is all inspired by the moon. I want to jump to the end, if, if you'll allow me. What Bernard has chosen to do with the piece is to bookend it with poems by Salvatore Quasimodo. And so I want to jump up to the last poem, partly to show off Lucy Sheldon again. What an incredible performance on this recording. But also because there's a really a long tradition of using Sprechstimme, going back at least to Schoenberg, when setting music about the moon. And there are several movements that kind of use this. I wouldn't say it's exactly Sprechstimme, but it's in that tradition, at least to me. And my favorite, at least, is this last movement. And of course, it's also the end of the piece. So here it is. The piece is called Night is Done. Again, the poem is by Salvatore Quasimodo. And these are the final four minutes or so of Canti Lunatici by Bernard Rands. Here again is Gil Rose to lead the Boston Modern Orchestra Project with Lucy Sheldon.
That's the final movement of Kanti Lunatiki, Canticles of the Moon, from the Kanti Trilogy by Bernard Ranz. Let's return to some piano music by Bernard, and then in the second half of the show, I'm going to devote it to the Sappho fragments, and we'll go back to the Kanti Trilogy. Let's hear another piano piece from this wonderful disc, piano music from 1960 up to 2010. I want to play another of the preludes. We're going to do a lively one. This is the Toccata. Here is Robert Levin.
It's music of Bernard Rand's The Toccata. I wanted to show off a faster piece for piano. We, we kind of showcased, I guess you would call it a, a sort of pointillistic piece at the very, very opening, somewhat in the style of Luigi Dalla Piccola to a certain extent. Then we jumped up to this very beautiful in memoriam for Luciano Berrio, and uh, now we have the Toccata. And Toccatas are generally fast-paced, fun pieces, so I thought it'd be fun to end the first half of the program that way. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. My guest on the program today is Bernard Ranz, widely esteemed Pulitzer Prize winning composer. It's a great honor to talk with him about his music on the program. To subscribe to our podcast for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, or if you want to get a complete playlist, you can visit relevanttones.com. I carry my music around in my head a lot. So that not just when I'm in my studio working, that's that's when you you draw on the resources that you've been working in, in your mind. But as I'm wandering around, so that by the time I sit down to compose or to write a piece, I pretty much know what it's going to be. Now, Mozart said that you know he he knew the Jupiter in a few seconds, and I can believe him. I mean, you know. It, uh, <laughs> But he still had to sit down and, and Lydia write it out. Uh, and I, I think there's something about the way the musicians, the creative musicians' mind works is to, is to have a concept which is almost a totality and yet still vague because you still don't know what it is. I like the idea, for example, people ask you, do you, do you work intuitively or do you work... Uh, intellectually or do you work on mathematically or whatever? the answer is I respond to all of the promptings that, that I allow myself to experience so in a way it's almost like like an improvisation because you you know what you want it to be but you start at the beginning and you you gradually let it unfold for me, the, the major figure uh, influence in my music is Debussy. I think that he was the father of new music. Not is not to uh, minimize the importance of Schoenberg and Berg and Weber, but Debussy's music is so unpredictably uh, daring. You don't know, even when you know pieces, pieces like like Je, for example, that I could almost write out from memory still startles me as it unfolds. So that unpredictability, yet inevitability, is what I'm always aiming for in my music. That's more from my conversation with Bernard Rands. I had a great chance to meet with him in his home and talk about music and art and poetry and all kinds of wonderful things. It was a wide-ranging conversation, and I'm trying to fit as much of his music, which is almost impossible, into the hour that I can because he's written so much. I'm trying to give you a sense of, of Bernard's music over the years. I want to play something from a piece now called Now Again, Fragments from Sappho. And, uh, of course, somebody as literary-minded as Bernard Rands, I think it's only a matter of time before he would be drawn to Sappho, a kind of mysterious figure. We wish we knew more about her. But the poetry that we have is marvelous. And, uh, again, I, I really do think that there's so much about her life that would be inspiring to someone like Bernard Rands. She was a pop star of her day, wandering around the Aegean Islands and so on, and always had a coterie of uh, young women who, who were her groupies, she sang and played most of her song, most of her poems, although you know there are hundreds and hundreds of fragments, and some of them know more than just a few words here and there. 
that are more uh, lengthy uh, fragments, but uh, they're all inherently musical. They, they need the voice either to recite them or to sing them. So a few years ago, I made a piece, it's called Now Again, which is a phrase that, that, uh, that recurs many times in many of the fragments. Uh, now Again, music, uh, fragments from Sappho. That's Bernard Rands talking about the music we're about to hear. Now again, fragments from Sappho. This is a 19-minute piece, so we're going to play an excerpt, uh, but we'll play as much as we can. Here is the Network for New Music, and Jan Kierzewicki is the conductor. Thank you. 
It's an excerpt, as much as we can get into the program today, of now again fragments from Sappho, settings of the poetry of this fascinating person from ancient Greece, really, really tantalizing. We wish that we had more of her work. And we're hearing the network for new music. Jan Kirschwitzki is the conductor. Music of Bernard Rands, who is my guest on the program today. 
We have some time here at the end of the program, so let's return to the Conti Trilogy, and we're going to play Conti del Soleil. Well, much like the Canticles of the Moon, it is a long piece. We won't be able to play the whole thing, so we're going to play as much as we can. Uh, the first six movements, the poetry here is by Giuseppe Ungetetti, D.H. Lawrence, uh, that prodigious poet, Anonymous, Arthur Rimbaud, Eugenio Montale, and Dylan Thomas. Here are the first six movements of Canti del Soleil, Canticles of the Sun, by Bernard Rands. And once again, we're going to hear Gil Rose leading the Boston Modern Orchestra Project, and our tenor soloist this time is Douglas Alstedt.
le cose oscure si esauriscono i corpi in un fluire di tinte queste in musiche vanire dunque l'avventura delle venture Portami tu la pianta che conduce dove sorgono bionde trasparenze e vapore la vita quale essenza. Portami il girasole impazzito di luce. More music from Bernard Rand's Canti Trilogy. It's just an incredible piece, like I said, a sprawling piece. It shows so much knowledge of the poetry. Uh, there's such a synthesis of art in this work, and again, some really, really beautiful writing for the orchestra and for the voice, and the performances, my goodness, are, are magnificent. In this case, we heard Douglas Alstedt singing from Canti del Soleil, Canticles of the Sun. And again, it's Gil Rose leading the Boston Modern Orchestra Project, music of Bernard Rands. That is a small sample on the program today of music from this incredibly prodigious, vital, I would say, what they always say about writers, I would say that about this composer. He is absolutely essential. You can find out more at bernardrands.com. Relevant Tones has been produced by Sarah Zwinklis, an additional production help provided by Rebecca Neistat. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music, and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm Seth Bostead from the WFMT Radio Network, Chicago.